0: previously on Rogue Roleplay. There was also some magic flowers in the dressing room left by somebody and a, a mysterious message, so...
1: Yeah, and we couldn't see that anyone in the audience was, like, obviously from the Fey realm, so we still don't know who sent the flowers.
0: Veranda's only said that there's an issue and that if we see magic, we report it to her and she'll take care of it. She said that she got attacked recently. By whom... Uh, I don't know. Her bodyguards might have more information on that.
2: And I would like for you to bring one of them here.
0: When Cleo turns the corner and the bodyguard, he'll walk right up and say, Florals, great. Glad I found you. What what do I need to catch you up on?
2: Thank you. Uh, we currently uh, are looking for access to the fairy world. But unfortunately, before we can do that, there are some imp- uh, important notes that Veranda hears. And I just need to make a copy of them. Yes, if you uh, give us your badge and your name, please.
3: Humphrey's tearing off little crumblies of their <laughs> flesh and, and tossing it to the fur. Gross. <laughs> can we also attract, like, <laughs> pigeons? I'm, I'm, like, feeding wildlife.
0: You know that there is a security guard upstairs. How are you going to get around him?
1: I was going to say I can turn into a giant dog and pee on the floor.
0: And then that does what?
1: I don't
2: know.
0: <laughs> is there anything specific you're looking for in these notes? Like a, a, a fact or a formula? Or is it just you want all of your information back?
2: I want all of my stuff back. I wasn't actually going to copy this. I'm just taking my shit. All right, girlies, let's bounce. And we're going to book it out with our books. <laughs>
0: Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay, real play D&D podcast. I'm Chris the DM, and my moon is still watery.
1: Hi, my name is Katie, and I refuse to contact my mother to figure out what time I was born.
0: (laughs) I'm Brandon,
3: I play Humphrey Evan after, and I'm drinking tea, and I have a blanket on me because self-care.
4: Amazing. Hi, I'm Tisha, and I play Edith, and did you know that sean bean is not mr bean like he would never go by mr bean oh he only but does. he is mr bean but he's not mr bean in case you were wondering That's oh so like
2: mr bean is his persona.
4: no mr bean yeah. is a different character than sean bean oh sean bean is an actor
3: please mr bean
2: is my father but
4: he's not mr bean
2: i got you yeah he. I am Celine Dion and baby 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 when you kiss me like this or when you hold me like that there were nights of endless pleasure um, what else did she say in that song
3: it was That's it. more it was two lines. Than, That's really oh yeah
2: yeah Leonardo DiCaprio deserved to die so.
3: <laughs> it was really uh, weird <laughs> when they released that song that. it was gone it
2: was
4: it was gone with the wind or something oh wait we're high off the wind it was
0: more than all your something something wow
2: it's amazing how none of us know that entire song, but we all enjoy Celine Dion. Right.
0: All of us will yes to oh, Celine yeah. Dion.
2: <laughs> yes.
4: I mean, I will belt that out loud in my kitchen with the wrong lyrics. I don't mm-hmm. care.
2: <laughs> no, all that's though. right. Yep. Yeah. Just doing the it's remix. About the that's feeling. It's about the feeling, not the accuracy. <laughs> Music therapy. Look it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a question for today. What is it? Yeah, speaking of therapy.
3: Oh. <laughs> oh shit, you right. What is your personality type? Your IMDB. What is it?
2: See, your Myers-Briggs personality test. There are 16 of them. There are 16 different like prominent personalities. Of course, just like with everything else including like zodiac, you're a mixture of these things, but these are the most prominent ones. I would like to say that I felt personally attacked because I thought I was a very assertive person, but apparently I'm 39% assertive and 61% turbulent. Oh. <laughs>
3: Ooh, um, okay. <laughs> I think that
2: means your plane's going down. <laughs> right. Like, and I thought I was also very judgmental, but I am only thirty percent, thirty-two percent judgmental, and sixty-two percent prospecting. So, like, I don't know who this girl is, but she's growing. Interesting. <laughs> so, for my personality, I am the entertainer. So, I am an ESFP, A, or ESFPT. I love to entertain people except I guess for me my entertainment is like I make dinner and we watch House Hunters International and we have a good old time I just want to go straight into the weaknesses Num- number one weakness it said it right there was sensitive I am so sensitive <laughs> I can joke and I can crack jokes and I can dish it out but baby can I take it absolutely not <laughs> um yeah so every time y'all do read me i do go sit in front of the mirror and have like a crises yeah it just, it's it's real that uh, just gave me a new read hang on
4: <laughs> clean that mirror at least if you're gonna stare in it so often <laughs> Damn.
2: and the other one that uh my other weakness that cracked me the fuck up was easily bored because that's what happens on this podcast um yes
4: <laughs> yeah we can tell jonathan <laughs>
2: Yikes! That's why there's some
0: episodes where I just cut him for 20 minutes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I don't Aww. do it's it's I don't do it on purpose. It's literally just my Myers Briggs telling me that like I'm an entertainer oh and I it's my water sign, so I have to like constantly be excited. It's that know. watery moon um, again, I'm telling you. In which goes into uh, easily bored. So I like risky behavior, self indulgence, and the pleasures of the moment. Which oh. is why Eve was the way Eve was. Which is why I shot Veranda Pastorly, in an
0: unwarranted
2: attack. Because I was bored. What am I? What am I?
4: You're a sufferer of ADHD, and you should probably be medicated.
3: (laughs) My personality type is ADHD.
2: (laughs) I am not Katie.
4: (laughs) Hey. Uh, I will I will go next. I took the Mavis Beacon typing test because I thought that's what we were supposed to do, and I got 90 words per minute. Great. Uh, actually, I'm a campaigner. It's a ENFP. Ah. I'm outgoing and open-hearted and open-minded. It's all positive. There's nothing negative there.
2: I hate you. Uh,
4: actually, let me look at the... Weaknesses. I'm unfocused. The thrill of a new project, especially those that involve collaborating with other people, can bring out the best in campaigners. But this personality type is known for having ever-evolving interests, meaning that campaigners may find it challenging to maintain discipline and focus over the long term. Which is, I mean, kind of true. I do get, like, bored. There was a point where I was like, I don't want to play Benny anymore. (laughs) I'm done with her. When she was yeah but i mean i powered through it and i'm glad that i did
2: but you know honestly i feel that because there was a point i didn't want to play eve anymore and i wanted eve to die
4: yeah. yeah i'm restless i rarely seem upset or dissatisfied on the outside but my inner idealism can leave me with a nagging feeling that some major areas of their life just aren't good enough yes whether that's their baseboards or their backyard it just looks like doo-doo
1: And those personal examples? Yeah.
4: (laughs) It also says I people please, which is possible. I think I'm getting better at not being a people pleaser.
2: I feel that. But I feel like that's like the, isn't that like the main point of a campaigner though, to like get people on your side by pleasing them?
4: Oh, let me look at the strengths. I'm curious. I'm perceptive, enthusiastic. I'm an excellent communicator, which is sometimes true. And I'm good natured.
2: I love that.
3: If you guys scroll down to the bottom of your profile, it tells you other people who are the same personality type as you. And I just want to say that I got Celine Dion, so...
2: (gasps) And you don't even know her fucking music, so that's funny. Wow.
3: I don't need to because I'm a debater, and I like to argue. (laughs) So my personality type is ENTP-T. The T stands for turbulent, which means that I am unstable and very sensitive (laughs) but also it says i'm 11 judging which is not true i'm very judgmental i just (laughs) keep it to myself
1: you're an architect
3: that is a personality type and i didn't get it and i'm a little bit mad about that (laughs) it is a personality (gasps) type yeah but i think this is accurate it says debaters are the most likely personality type to say there is no topic that should be off limits for comedy and that's fair i've been I've been shunned a couple times for saying things that I thought were funny.
2: Uh-huh.
3: And people were like, you can't tell jokes about
4: 9-11.
3: So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I guess that wasn't as funny as it was in my head. That's right, Misty. That part was,
2: though.
4: It's,
0: it's just that the jokes aren't funny. had nothing to do with what you said.
3: That's fair. Okay. It's I. My strengths and weaknesses are that I am insensitive. I'm very rational, and I misjudge other people's feelings. I'm argumentative, I'm intolerant of when other people can't back up their ideas, but I'm also a quick thinker with quick wit and good humor. I added that last part. Um, oh, bless you. Yeah, yeah. Very confident, very energetic, but the turbulent part of my nature says that I look for external validation and compliments and praise from other people, which
2: is true. Mm-hmm. So, right. you know, to a degree, there's nothing wrong with that. So, Do you have no inner self-worth?
3: Uh, It depends on what other people around me tell me. Bitch, I hate you so much. I hate you so much. Damn, that's that quick wit, bitch. Get ready for a debater.
2: I don't know if you want to debate. Okay, girl, you Uh... go off, sis.
3: No, you don't want to fight with me because uh, I'm apparently intolerant of when other people can't support their own ideas.
2: So you would just... Okay. That's Uh so funny. I would like to say that people that share my personality type are marilyn monroe adele and then whoever this bitch is Lindsay bluth funk from arrested development
1: funke yeah from arrested development that's
3: not a good person to be related to
2: and jack dawson (laughs) from titanic is that the main character is that Leonardo dicaprio yeah am i (laughs) did i just say he needs he deserved to die you did i'm gonna die in a ship
3: Was, wait, mine says I'm related to the Joker for the Batman series. So I'm not like the Joker from the movie The Joker.
2: Oh my God. There's a read Aww. somewhere in that, but I, I feel like it's too much. So we're going to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next?
0: I had mine, and I think mine is just a different name for what Brandon got. I think Brandon and I got the same thing.
2: So you're a debater?
0: But it hmm. says on mine that it's the visionary. Uh, E-N-T-P, but when I look it up elsewhere, it says the debater. But either way, I'll read you what I did because this is the place where I took the quiz. So it says the visionary. It says that I am unconventional, adaptable, witty, and influential. It says that I am 71% extroverted, which is no surprise. You're energized by activity and by interacting with other people. You tend to be talkative and express yourself easily. You seek stimulation and activity and enjoy busy environments, which I do. And I'm just one letter off of Tisha. The only difference was Tisha is more feeling and I'm more thinking. Mm -hmm.
2: Because most Mm. of the
0: things you were saying, like when you're using more intuition, that totally connected with me. It's just when you were like empathizing with others, which that's just not my thing.
3: Right. Other people's feelings are for chumps. (laughs)
0: I (laughs) just, just not. Yeah, I'm just, I've said it before. I'm not the person you go to when you're sad. Like if you need a distraction, I'm totally that person. But I'm not like Mm. a good shoulder to cry on. Just not good at it. I'm too immature for that shit. Just is what it is.
2: At least you're honest. I I feel that. But my
0: weaknesses were can be argumentative, does not like being controlled, unfocused, and insensitive. So I think I agree with all that. But I'm creative and innovative and enjoy debating as well, values knowledge, and I'm a great conversationalist. So I'm I'm great to talk to, but not (laughs) to care about it.
1: Okay.
0: (laughs) I was really hoping that would come out better than it did But that's just me guys (laughs) Great to
3: talk to but I won't care about what you're saying
1: Yeah for sure
2: (laughs)
3: That's me
4: Okay what website is everyone using? 16personalities.com
2: I was
0: using Truity
2: Sounds gay
4: I just want to say that Willy Wonka is my personality type And I think that's cool
2: (laughs) I think that's alarming
4: (laughs) And also fucking weird
0: Julia Child is my personality type
2: Oh,
4: Robin Williams is the main one.
2: Oh, oh, my main one was Elton John. Okay, cool. El- Elton John, <laughs> flamboyant entertainer and music legend. That's like you. Oh my God, I do music. I do the musics. <laughs>
4: Oh my goodness, you're the same people.
2: Flamboyant? I don't know about that though. Okay. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> Just because you say "mask for mask" all the time it doesn't make you.
2: Um. Listen, uh, I uh, I lift weights and I play the rugby. Almost I uh, <laughs> I lift weights. I'm sure you do, but I bet when they come up, you go. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait.
2: Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. The library is closed, bitches. Oh,
0: I'm sorry. I'll write it down Uh, for next time. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Bitch.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Did everyone go? I did not go. Oh, sorry.
1: I am an ISFJ, I think. So just they're called like the protector slash the defender. I am learning to stand up for myself but they are generally industrious caretakers, loyal to traditions, okay, not that much, Uh, and organizations, practical, compassionate, and caring, and are motivated to provide for others and protect them from the perils of life. So conventional and grounded, committed workers with a deep sense of responsibility, focus on fulfilling their duties. They want others to know that they are reliable and can be trusted to do what is expected of them, conscientious and methodical, and persist until the job is done okay yeah
3: that sounds mm-hmm. nothing like you
1: really i think it okay, sounds like enough. her
3: persistent till the job's done her biggest personality trait is her kdhd
1: kdhd if it's a task that i'm focused on though like i am scrubbing the baseboards does that make sense like <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. you're like hyper focused on.
1: if it's a hyper focus it's a hyper focus and if it,
4: it's not also the things that you're dedicated to like taking care of your rabbits and your fish and you know Mm-hmm. Like you go all out for the things that you want to,
2: right? Guess. Definitely, probably not compassionate for humans, but definitely like <laughs> your babies—they they hold a special place in your heart, and you'll do whatever for them. Uh,
4: exactly, they're just animals. I just, they don't know better. They don't know. I better. just clicked on yours, and to see who's like you, <laughs> Kate Middleton. One, <laughs> one enemy, and also. <laughs> I do not believe George H. W. Bush. Is that's his dad, right? Beyonce, Beyonce, and Queen Elizabeth the Second. Mm.
2: Interesting. Yeah, Aretha Franklin. How do you get more black people than me? Wait a second. <laughs> oh, yeah. Halle is Berry. Is Vin
4: Diesel is Vin Diesel black or is he white?
2: No, he, I don't. I don't. You know, he's not black. He, I, don't, I think he. I, let's find out. We have Google.
4: The Canadian also got Captain America. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep. Jack
4: Sparrow. Thank you so much Brie
2: Vanderkamp Oh my god
1: Yo Vin Diesel's name is Mark Sinclair <laughs> From California Wow And his mom was an astor- uh, uh, is an astrologer
2: Oh yeah he's j- Yeah Vin Diesel's just white He's
1: He was raised mm. by his white mother An adoptive African American father mm. An acting instructor and theater manager Diesel has stated he is of Ambiguous ethnicity he has never met his biological father.
2: Right. So he's just like spicy white. Yes, yeah, exactly. Spicy white. Um, <laughs> oh, one of goodness. the people that is also a defender like you is Brie Vanderkamp. And Brie Vanderkamp is from Desperate Housewives. And she helped shape the kind of gay that I am today. I idolize her.
1: It seems that this is the most common personality. It's the most common personality type in the US and the most common type among women.
4: Oh, wow.
2: she was cold and calculated but also like very like she came off as cold and calculated but she was very like thoughtful and she would do everything for her family and they were just very ungrateful towards her and like the final sh- mm-hmm. like the final straw was like her son like he comes, he comes out as gay and she like can't handle the fact that he's like doing these awful things to the family as well and so whenever he finally comes out as gay it like messes with her like everything like her picture perfect life and so she like drops him off at the toy drive like he's like a like a a, a, like she's too old for toys now like very much Toy Story where she drives him like several miles away where he can't get like back home and then she's just like so here's some money good luck with the rest of your life and it's it was like it was sad but it was also like this like delicious moment anyway I love Bree camp. so.
1: Yeah, and I want to create a home when I'm older to protect children like that. See? <laughs> <laughs> My parents have a huge house, and I'm ready to fill it full of weird gay teenagers.
2: Yes, yeah, like, you guys got this. Just be successful. Exactly. All right. Now well, that, that we know everyone's personality great.
0: type, uh, now that we had a uh, mini episode of this. Yes. <laughs> now that we've had a 20-minute <laughs> intro.
2: I feel like this is the second one in a row, huh?
4: It is. I'm sorry. last one was 20 minutes?
0: Yeah, I don't know how that's going to edit yet. We'll find out.
3: Next week, we'll go back to what you're currently listening to.
0: (laughs) So speaking of, actually, this does tie in because I think, Katie, your personality type really does kind of showcase in the characters you've played, like Protector and all that. Because between Jet, Cherry, and you've had Patreon characters that were like just the big, tough, fuck you up.
1: To be fair, it's because I find all of the spells extremely overwhelming.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I... (laughs) It's just easier to lift weights.
2: So you have to be a wizard next campaign. Oh my God. Ugh. <laughs> <Yeah. Barf. laughs> and that's one of your spells.
0: Oh, <laughs> spell. oh no, make her learn key points on a monk. Oh Bleh. God. <laughs> I quit. I quit. I oh. think if
4: we, if we start out at level one.
2: You would still have to do a lot of reading though.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm working up to it. Don't worry. But I like the fighters just because the options are hit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, speaking of our D&D podcast, we should start playing our D&D, actually. Yeah, so, totally. do we remember what happened last time?
4: We ate nachos.
2: <laughs> we, uh, yes, y'all ate nachos. I did not eat any. I convinced Romeo and Michelle to bring a bodyguard, and then Tisha's character, Edith, did some hella magic and morphed this person's memories into something else. And they gave me all the tea, honey. Um, After receiving the scalding hot tea, we then went to Veranda Pasterly's home and business. And when we were there, uh, we were able to retrieve all of my life's work and also a dagger with a chip in it. Brandon's character, Humphrey, was able to become the Crow himself. (laughs) Yes. I feel and. like Moira Rose from her movie. With
4: pigeons. Yes. Oh, yes.
2: Uh, crows, too. The crow ending or whatever. Crows have eyes. <laughs> yes. That, well, you know what? One of them. Um. So, yeah. Very much uh, Animal Whisperer. Very much Steve Irwin without the death. And I stand.
0: Yeah, you just arrived at Anamiek's Magic Boutique.
2: And Humphrey's curse is progressing. Oh, shit. Yeah.
1: Yes. The every time they use magic.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, now Humphrey has two gumdrop eyes.
1: What does the vision look like, by the way, out of those? Like fly eyes because of all the sugar crystals?
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Oh, God. That would have been so disorienting.
0: <laughs> but the peripheral vision, you know?
2: Amazing. Is that peripheral or is it just confusing? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it may be just confusing.
3: I think it's just regular eyesight, but everything's purple. There's like a tint.
2: I'm legit colorblind.
4: <laughs> Looking at the world with rose-colored glasses. Mm, I and mean,
2: you can't focus like- on things. Grape Kool-Aid covered <laughs> Colored glasses.
3: Right. Those Colored <laughs> glasses to a whole nother level. What? <laughs> Are we... So we're going back to the fairy world.
0: Yeah, you've uh, arrived at Anamika's, is where we left off in the last episode. Anamika was waiting on her stoop for you. It is still nighttime. Actually, probably quite late at night at this point. So we'll say it's about midnight. That's when a drag show should end and when all of your uh, robbery ends. Uh,
2: uh-uh. I, I call it reacquisition what? of lost materials. I mean, okay
3: also track shows don't even start until 11. hello
2: it I says know, it's like it listing. it's but... like four o'clock in the morning right now
0: okay. Ivana, fauna w- i wanted an early start <laughs> <laughs> she's got another show in the saturday on saturday morning <laughs> i'm on the brunch yeah.
2: crew, not the matinee i love it
1: it's her bar she can do what she wants
0: right <laughs> absolutely Pardon me for only going to the morning ones. It's too late for my old ass, all right? Leave me alone. So,
2: have we officially made it to Anamique's? Right yeah,
0: you've arrived there. Uh, Anamique was waiting at the porch. There is... Yeah, this is it. So, if you wanted to enter it, we can go on from there.
1: Cherry's knocking. She's ready to go home.
2: Oh. And Florals and Spring is right behind her.
0: Anamique will greet you and say, Oh, good. I was waiting for you. You all... Did very well. I was very impressed with all of your performances.
2: All right. Thank you. Or... Oh, you watched?
0: Of course. I was in the audience. They have delicious hot dogs there. I had lots of them.
2: Or that's uh, fantastic. Um, and Amique, hmm. is it possible that I can carve out a little space for myself, that I can begin uh, going over my research of the fairy world, and then I, like, show her all the books and maps and shit that I have? And that's, I say I need about enough space for all of these. That is,
0: yes, you know, we have, you can rent a room upstairs, that's fine, if you want to spread everything out. I do have, I have a word I need to pronounce really quick, hang on, Encaridian. there it is, Encaridian. Am I saying
2: that right? I'm not sure (laughs) what you are saying exactly.
0: Brandon, say it for
2: me, what is it?
3: I think the word you're looking for is Encaridian.
2: Yes, that is it. That's what it is. Why does that sound familiar? Because you lost the ad- uh, or adventure time. Oh, my. Okay. Sorry. Keep going, please.
0: Yes, I have magical uh book, we we'll say. And you can put all of your uh, research in here as easy reference, because that seems like a lot to carry around all the time. And I don't want you to, like, leave it here.
2: Or why thank your... Thank you, and I'm sure that this is going to be free of a cost. Thank you so much. Okay. And then I take the book.
0: <laughs> yes, just take, have fun. It's fine. It was very good performance. Actually, I have to say, Cherry, your honesty about missing your family. I thought you were, you know, trying to take advantage of on the make, trying to get discount, but I can see now you truly just want to get home. So I will cut fee in half, 50% off, just 100 gold for all four of you. Is there a catch? No, no, no catch. I just appreciated your truth on the stage.
2: Uh, Florals in Spring walks in and begins opening all of the books and everything. And I'm going to start transcribing everything to the Enchiridion.
0: Yeah, and you have everything now. You've got detailed maps. You've got a-, a bunch of fun facts. Obviously, like some nature. Floral and fauna, I think is what you said, right? Yes, And even more details about the fairy godmother herself.
2: Yeah. So if anyone happens to, like, look at, like, the actual works that I've done, it's, like, highly detailed, like like highly detailed definitions of like plants. I go into different tribes, maybe different species that are into in the fairy world. I have like equations on how different things work in comparison from the fairy world to the human world. And like how maybe things affect us a little bit differently. I have time periods and time lapses of when things happen. Yeah. Like, like it's beautifully done. And then like the actual, pictures that I have drawn of Fairy Godmother are like these lush, like detailed, like very much Lindsay inspired level of artistry in my uh p- paintings of the Fairy Godmother. And it's like the shit.
1: Nice.
0: Is it just like a really detailed stick figure?
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no it's like (laughs) look at this crisp circle um it's almost lifelike like if you'd like touch it it almost feels like you're touching the real fairy godmother like that's how good it is that's how realistic it is and so if anyone asks the reason why I did not the reason why I do not draw the uh, fairy godmother like this anymore is because I don't want anyone else to steal my work and then call it their own so I draw stick figures now
1: it's so accurate yeah (laughs) Ah,
0: there we go. So if yeah, especially if Humphrey sees this, Humphrey can then confirm that this is the person that started the curse on them in the first place. I remember her being uh, thinner, kind of sticky.
2: (laughs) If we get to the fairy world and the Godmother is actually a stick figure, I swear to God, I'm going to cry. (laughs) Laughing.
3: I
0: was leaning towards it. I won't lie.
2: (laughs) Just a stick figure.
0: (laughs) And your accurate Um, drugs are just total bullshit. Where's that woman
1: you're just seeing her in the wrong dimension okay
2: right
3: she presents herself oh. in a form that you would feel comfortable seeing
2: <laughs> yes
0: oh, oh okay. anyway. that might get cut so i could use it Ooh. <laughs> um
2: okay so yeah i definitely um am doing the transcribing right now cool. and like I don't think, yeah. I think that I am so involved in this work and I'm just so happy to have my shit back that I'm like not focusing on anything else at this moment.
0: All right, you can take some time to go through your notes. And while the others are deciding what they would like to do while they're in Anameek's Magic Boutique, we'll head over to the gay agenda. Welcome to The Gay Agenda, the part in our show where we thank our patrons, thank our sponsors, and talk about any events going on. I'm going to make this one short since we had such a long intro for the second episode in a row, which we do go back to normal-sized intros after this. We just had a lot to talk about about these. But first, I get to thank our newest patron. So thank you, Christian, for joining as our top tier patron. We appreciate it so much. We're glad to have you back. Hope you enjoy everything that comes with being a pickle of our eye. And now, Christian is competing for one of the top names in our Patreon. We have multiple Nicks, multiple Christians, and multiple Garrett's. So if you want to add to that, go to patreon.com backslash rollgayroleplay. You can see our bonus episodes on there, plus a bunch of other stuff. You can also check out our website, which is rollgayroleplay.com, which has our store. And of course, you can check out our website at RollGayRoleplay.com. You've got a bio of the cast, merch, and some projects that we are working on this year. And if you want to interact with the cast, join our Discord. It's RollGayRoleplay. If you have any trouble, reach out on social media, though we should have links on our website and on our link tree. That's it. We're going to go back to the action. And Tisha, Brandon, Katie, what would you like to do while you're in Anamik's Magic Boutique?
4: It, well, while Cherry is speaking to Anamiek, Edith comes up behind her and says, well, thank you very much, Miss Annemiek. You, you have no idea how hard we've been working to get this little girl home. I do have maybe possibly a favor or if if you have some information. My brother here, we're trying to get him back too, and I'd be remiss if I didn't, Pick your brain to see if maybe you had some something that could help us here. Uh, see he was cursed and they're turning more and more gingerbread person
3: mm. by the day Well that's I'm not is I'm the one she's talking about It's not the other two
0: yes yeah. I, I see your face is more more cookie now. Come here let me look at your face okay. Anamika will pull out a magnifying glass and kind of, like, give a good look around the, especially the edge between Skin and Cookie. Can I touch? Can I? Uh, uh yeah. Sure. Okay. Ah, not there. Don't touch there. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. She'll, uh, she'll put her finger just, like, on your forehead between the two and kind of run it back and forth. Oof. Yes, this is powerful magic. You have made someone very powerful very upset, haven't you? Uh, b- Uh, I... maybe... Yes, that is unfortunate. The main problem here is when you use your magic, it's going to continue to get worse. So the way to make yourself more human is to do less magic.
3: Wait, I'll become more human if I don't use magic?
0: The longer you are not using magic, the more you will become human. But when you use magic, the cookie will try and take over.
3: I can't really defend
0: myself and my friends and my family without my magic. Well, you can also have curse removed. Um, you do this by probably being very nice to the person that cast it. Or, I'm not telling you to do this, but you could also kill them.
2: <laughs>
0: they, they, they cannot, their curse will not live on if they do not live on. So you have options.
3: I'm picking up what you're putting down, Madam Cookie. <laughs>
0: oh you, uh, be careful, though, because if you go, if you do turn all cookie, you will stay that way, regardless of your cursor's death. Oh. So there is a limit to how much you can use your magic, but as long as you can kill them first or have curse removed in, in very pl- platonic, nice way, or just don't use magic. I would never not use magic. That sounds awful. I agree. Is
4: there any way you could put, like, a barrier between, you, you know, like a towel... Or uh, a piece of hard plastic between the two so it doesn't spread anymore?
0: That sounds like bisecting your brother.
4: What about a towel? I don't understand. Maybe that. so the outside doesn't spread? I-, I didn't know if maybe he had something like that that stops the spread of magic. Mm. So he could do magic. But okay. Alright, that's fine. Uh, uh, one other question. We think that someone else is traveling back and forth from our world and the fairy world. Mm. There were some flowers from the fairy realm at the drag show.
0: Interesting. I have not had any other passengers recently. Um, But there are other ways to get between worlds. People have uh, potions. People have their own magic. If, if it's from Fairy World, Fairy World has its own magic rules that don't necessarily apply here.
3: Do we ever ask that fish monster if they had any other visitors?
0: Fish monster? You have interesting lives.
4: Steve Erwin?
3: Fairy fish? Steve?
0: But Anamik doesn't know that, but yeah, is there anything else you're asking of her, though? Like, what? Yeah, to take us to the fucking Fairy World. I Happily, I will happily take you to Fairy World. I need 100 gold for a fee.
4: Alright, here, uh, Cherry, can you can you hand her a hundred gold? Where exactly in the fairy world are you taking us? Are you taking us to Cherry's house? Because that's where we would like to go.
0: Do you have address or coordinates? I don't know your address, little girl, unfortunately.
3: Unfortunately,
0: that's can't just a weird
4: pull it from feelings or something. <laughs>
2: With my feelings? With that, florals and spring, florals and spring pops in.
0: I will travel with my feelings.
2: I believe, uh, I believe that she may be a part of the moon village. Uh, you know that these are, uh, she is a werewolf. So she may be here. And I pull out a very um, detailed map of this village. Okay. And I say, Cherry, does this look familiar to your?
1: That's where my mom lives. Points to a random cottage near the forest.
2: Sir, if my uh, pay, if my uh, map-making skills, my cartography is correct, this is where we should be. Is it possible that you can take us here? Yes,
0: I can get at least close to there, absolutely, no problem.
2: Oh, but thank you. We'll find the
0: open area to land. Let me just type that in to uh, Boutique here. I'll type it in. Behind the counter, she'll be typing on what looks like to be the actual counter, but as her fingers go down, it like indents a little and lights up
2: I also request uh, in a make hmm. that if you could just move a little slowly because I have quite a bit to tour with my transcriptions thank you Sure. and I want to know how long it's going to take for me to transcribe all of this into my Enchiridion
0: I would say you can take the journey to do it also keep in mind this is an air LR so if anyone needs to take a short rest for a long rest you can also do that at this time yes yes oh, shit
2: so no rest for me. That's fine. I, this is this is my life. This has
0: happened almost every time for you. Yep.
1: Just get like archival tape or something and just tape it all together.
2: Then it'll, then it'll look ugly. I know. You zip tie that shit together. Come on.
1: Why bullet journal um, if it doesn't look good? <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, so yeah, so I say, or oh, okay, well, excellent. You all go take a good old nap, a little nappy nap, a little sleepy time. I will continue transcribing my norts and my maps into my Enchiridion.
0: Okay. Then, uh, yeah, if you guys, if anyone needs to take a long rest, or a short rest for a long rest, we can do that. It'll be a four-hour journey to the fairy world, so that's perfect timing for you to get your rest in. Obviously, Cleo, you're going to be Uh, working quite a bit during that. Well, four hours isn't a long rest, right? So we'd have to take a short rest. Right. But in the ARLR, four hours equals eight hours. That's the Ah. whole point of it. Oh,
4: yeah.
3: Forgot about your bullshit made-up rules.
0: Yep. It's great.
4: Before Edith goes to sleep, she wants to have a conversation with Humphrey. Okay. And she comes into his room and takes off her scale mail... And pulls out a hand axe and says, "Listen, Humphrey Bubba, uh, I don't, I don't want to lose you again. I'm, I'm gonna give you this. Put this on. And if, if you really feel like you need to help, uh, protect us, here's this hand axe. Do your best not to use your magic, cause I, I don't think my heart could bear losing you to this gingerbread person."
3: thank you kindly for this I I really appreciate it but I will not hesitate to put my safety on the line to protect you and the people important to me
4: I know but maybe this stuff will help you I guess push that line back a little bit
3: I'll see what I can do with it and Humphrey's just kind of like practicing a couple basic swings in the background nice
0: okay Uh, Is there anything else we want to do before we take our rest and arrive?
1: Uh, Cherry might want to fill up her bread, her basket with more bread from Anamieke's bread basket just because she ate all the food that she was supposed to bring to her grandmother.
0: (laughs) It's very kind of you to think about. That's great. Yeah, for sure.
2: Do I have any time to look at the dagger that I stole? Yeah, I think you have time to do that. Do I have any type of resource or should I bring it to Anamieke? What are
0: you trying to find out about it, I guess? And then I can tell you where What to go kind there.
2: Of, what kind of dagger it is and if it's if that chip is enough damage for it to not work.
0: Ah. Uh, yeah, you can have Anamique's going to be staying up for this. She's going to have to, you know, monitor the boutique cuz you know how it acts sometimes.
2: Okay. So, I definitely go up to Anamique with the dagger and I say, "Oh, and don't be alone to buy the likes of me. I just wanted to bring you this dagger that I got from Miss Veranda Pastelay, that beach." And <laughs> yeah, I want to gnar, uh, if you know anything about it, maybe I can utilize it while we're in the fairy world. Hmm.
0: Let me see. This is interesting. Anamik will take a look at it and say, I do not recognize exact dagger. I haven't seen this before, but very magical. Definitely from fairy world, uh, fairy metal, actually. This is must have been uh, crafted there. Oh, that's uh,
2: fantastic. I take the dagger and I say, do you know if its magical capabilities are in it right now or does it have to be repaired?
0: Hmm, Let's see. Anamik's going to pull out uh, a black light and scan it across the blade really quick. Check for semen. And you'll see some of it light up. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then she'll take that away and and then she'll take a magnifying glass. Look at all the stuff. I, I don't think it will... I think magic is still part of it, but this chip... I
2: think this was chipped when stabbing a person. Oh No, how graphic. I do believe that Veranda used this magical knife to defend herself before she was assassinated by the assassins. Since I am a man of science myself, Hmm. I do believe that it would be in my best interest for us to use a test and test it on someone. To see uh, exactly what the magical capabilities are. So I take the knife and I slit my arm.
0: Oh my god. Are you serious? Yeah. Holy shit. Okay. Cool. Roll me a constitution saving throw. Okay.
2: Uh, Natural 20. Damn. Wow. Okay. I wasn't meant to die today.
0: (laughs) Evidently not. Cool. So then... This is still going to hurt because you did slit yourself with a dagger, a magical dagger. When you slice your arm, there is an immediate burning feeling from where the blade touched and cut the skin. Um, You see it kind of start to bubble and then relax a bit. There was definitely some sort of poison imbued in this, but you were able to fend off most of it at least. But I am going to roll a substantial amount of damage right now
2: um so i'm on the floor screaming but i'm also saying like uh uh get get me notes make sure we write all this down this is for science
4: are we sleeping is this when is this happening
2: this is
0: happening when you're sleeping this is just anamique and him
2: i'm asking Anami to write it down write down what's happening to me
1: cherry's awake yeah. cherry has a peaceful life and definitely does not sleep through this <laughs> That's
0: fine. Uh, You can hear the screaming. Anyone who is a light sleeper can wake up to this. And I rolled a lot of tens there. (whistles) So the dagger, (laughs) you're going to take half the damage at least. But yeah, you are screaming on the ground. anamique will go, oh shit. Okay. All right, hold still. She's going to try and wrap you in something to try and calm the wound. But you are going to take 35 poison damage.
2: Oh, if it was full damage, I'd have died. Okay.
0: Yeah. It was 10d10 damage.
1: Jesus, this already kind of like low-key happened, but I can't like retcon like Cherry smelling something off about the blade or anything beforehand or...
0: No, there was nothing about it that would have said how dangerous it was, but it is dangerous.
1: It's dangerous. Okay.
0: So, you know now Um, on a successful attack, it is a 10d10 damage.
2: If If I were to fully repair it, would it be more damage?
0: I think it's the poison I, that does the damage. It, uh, I, th- I think it might be. That's a good question. I, we're going to say that Anamique is, while you're considering that and your screaming is subsiding, your wound has at least <laughs> cooled but is still open and looks pretty bad. Anamique's going to say, we need to clean this, and it's going to hurt. So just hold still. Do you want something to bite down on?
2: Uh, Nar, in the name of science, I will go through this pain. It is all for, <laughs> it's all for learning purposes.
0: Yes, this is okay. It's fine. Hold still. And Anamig will pour some peroxide in there.
2: Strip on the (laughs) barbings.
0: God. Everyone can be awake at this point and see what happened. Cleo can explain it if need be. I'm sure everyone came downstairs and was like, what? You're on the ground. Blood streams.
4: Oh, my fair lady. What in the world (laughs) is going on? Why would you do this? Boom. She casts Healing Word. What is happening? I am so disappointed right now. Why would... We're about to go somewhere that we don't know the danger and you're killing yourself? This is the... And she casts Healing Word again.
3: (laughs) Humphrey slept through
2: it. I I say, well, Edith... Thank you for your concern, but it was it was for the name of science to figure out exactly what was going to happen. And since we did not have any reliable test subjects, I thought that the best person to yours was me, because I did not want to inflict pain or harm on anyone else. Sir, you can thank me for being a martyr for science later. Thank you.
4: Do you understand what would happen if you died? We don't know anything about the fairy realm. We would have to pull Cherry from her parents when she first got, gets home. And try to figure out all of your maps. You're the one with the knowledge. You know you would be sentencing us to
2: death. I did not think ahead that far. Sir, I will apologize.
4: Here's another fucking healing word. Maybe you should think (laughs) next time before you stab yourself with an unknown dagger and she gra- tries to grab the dagger
2: um no that dagger is firmly planted in my hand it is not going anywhere in the name of science i will keep this dagger in my possession since it does such volatile damage i cannot imagine someone else having it i think it would be safest with me
4: you think that we should trust you <laughs> with the dagger you almost killed yourself with
2: i'm more careful than you think that i've lived this long
4: how long is that how long have you lived there sir uh,
2: what is hold on wait wait wait, hold on. Hold on. wait, you're much younger than her
3: also i love that edith is ignoring the fact that humphrey lived there for like 20 years and
4: yeah cherry yeah, was also, born she, there yeah Jerry, yeah <laughs> yeah
2: Oh, we age at the same rate as humans um i think yeah i think i said i was 35.
4: all right well look at me and look at you (laughs) i think i know a little bit about living longer more than you do but as as edith uh tried to grab the dagger she did look at it does this look like the dagger that she took from amber to look at and gave back to amber
0: Great question. They are different daggers, though. Uh, The one dagger from Amber gave off no magical uh, impression, whereas this one is definitely a different metal, different construction. This one's much sturdier than the one you found from Amber.
4: Okay. All right how how are you feeling then Uh, how how are you feeling cleo
2: i am feeling remarkable because science has never progressed by us resting on our laurels and sitting in a corner we must act and that's exactly what i did and i will not apologize for that all right
4: i've moved i've moved past that part i'm asking you how you feel physically do i need to help you anymore Right now, I'm tired. I want to go back to sleep.
2: Well, you could please tell me how much each of your healing words helped me. Oh, yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh, okay. 4 <laughs> plus my spell cast.
2: I, I also like that you life? did healing word and not healing touch, which does more help.
4: Well, it's the one that I'm
1: in a Cuz you
2: were giving me a tongue lashing.
1: Yeah. Uh, the poison might be contagious. We don't know that. <gasps>
2: Oh, that would be sexy. Is it contagious? Can I roll for that? Do I see Okay, oh, can I roll like a perception or insight to see like cuz Anamique touched me? Can I see if any like anything has happened to her?
0: Yeah, rolling, roll and roll a roll perception. We'll do perception, that's fine.
3: Two campaigns trying to kill Anamique in both.
2: It's not even trying to kill her. I 20, I rolled a dirty 20. Oh, these 20s today are everything. Yeah.
0: So when you pull back the towel that Anamik has put on you, you can see that it's also kind of starting to deteriorate. Not at an alarming rate, but more to like a residual. Yeah, she's stopped the current wound and you're not being poisoned any further, but there was still some on the exterior that's like living. So I think it's safe to say that if this was a more substantial wound, then yes, it would have been contagious by touch.
2: Okay. So I'm going to be slicing and dicing, bitches, real soon, once I oh. get better. It, do I notice any, like, does my arm get better with the healing that I'm getting from Edith?
4: It's 23 healing points.
0: So your arm heals, but it is there is still a full crevice in your arm. You don't get a full, like, smooth skin anymore. Where you sliced is still a divot in your arm.
2: Ooh. Okay. 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 So this is like, no, oh, it's... I have a hankering that the dagger provides us with necrotic damage. Mm. Um, and so I say, in the name of science, and then I am going to. Slice, uh, stab yourself again.
3: Stab yourself again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lock. going to place the dagger, and I'm going to, like, I literally have two daggers. I'm going to throw away the regular dagger that I don't want anymore, and I'm going to replace it with this one.
0: Ah, nice. Okay. Anamink will pick it up and say, uh, five gold for this. I'll take it.
2: Um, you can have it for free. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you so much. No, thank you. You kept me alive in the name of science. Thank you. And I'm you... going to go back to writing in my book.
0: Okay, <laughs> that's fine. That's cr- crazy, motherfucker. I will come get you when we arrive. Everyone can go back to sleep. He
4: is going to talk to Cleo just one more time and say... Sure, don't blame you. <laughs> are, are you poisoned right now?
2: <laughs> I do believe that there are some residual feeks on the uh from the dagger, but as of right now i feel perfectly fine i would probably not touch my arm for quite a bit of time or overexert it lest we open the wound but for right now i feel perfectly capable of writing in my enchiridion thank you
4: well i'm gonna go back to bed let me know if you need anything else honey badger i'm a little worried about you but (laughs)
2: Our thank you, but it's okay. Thank you. Go to sleep. I'll be fine. Uh, I have Anna Meek here, and she's taking very good care of me.
4: All right. Okay. Good,
1: good night. <laughs> good night. Are all adults in this world like this?
4: Is this what is science? Terry, <laughs> no. We're, we're not all like this. We, we lack like to live. Most of us. <laughs> And we lack like our family to live as well. So um, you,
2: you hear Florals 3 say, I like living tour in the name of science. And then I'm writing in my book again.
4: <laughs> See, sometimes people have hobbies, but they don't have anything else to fulfill their life. So that hobby <laughs> takes over and becomes their life. That's, that's what is happening here. Uh, Florals is, is quite obsessed, but we love him anyway. And maybe our power of love will help him to make not such precarious decisions in the future. But we'll see.
2: We'll see. You, you also hear Laurel say, we'll see. <laughs> From down the hall. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, we'll let you all get your uh, short slash long rest. And Cleo can finish all the Encaridian uh, writing. And Anamique will yell up the stairs and say, All right, we've arrived. You can come on down. Uh, Boutique has landed. Let me go dust off deck in case there is any debris, and I will be outside for you. And you'll hear the boutique door open and shut. Everyone coming down? Yeah. Yeah. Cherry's
1: excited. She's ready.
2: I didn't sleep, so do I have any kind of exhaustion or anything?
1: I think this is pretty normal for you.
2: It is, but also I stabbed myself.
1: Fair enough.
0: I, I like a point of exhaustion. I think that makes sense.
2: Okay. If I have one point of exhaustion, I know that one point means something specific.
0: Yeah. We discovered this recently with Cherry's rage action that it's, oh, I think that it's a shit. disadvantage Disadvantage
2: on... ability checks.
0: Yeah. Okay. It's
2: kind of a so.
4: terrible rule, to be honest, The for her rage, the point of exhaustion.
1: Four is a lot of rages though. We tend to get a long rest.
3: She's also immune to physical and magic damage. Or, like, resistant to? I think mm-hmm. it was resistant to.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: It's yes. pretty insane. So there should be something to kind of balance that.
0: <laughs> yes, agreed. So as you make your way down the stairs into the boutique, Anamique will open and shut the door very quickly and say, oh, okay. <laughs> so, good news, bad news, right? Um... I think Boutique may have played a little trick on me with my keyboard. When I was typing, I thought I typed in Fairy World and that that was not what I did. So we've arrived at a different place. I will get you to Fairy World, but Boutique needs to cool down for about an hour, hour and a half.
3: We get a, a discount on our fare,
0: I assume. Maybe a further discount can be provided, yes. I. How about... But this, look at this this way. It is maybe a little vacation for you to experience a brand new world that nobody from here has been to. Word reliant. Uh, this is this is the big adventure.
2: I would say that florals in spring steps out and sees where we are. Has no idea where we are, and his eyes already glow white, but they're like shining silver right now. Like I, I've already like started looking at the plants and the flowers and the animals. Are there plants, flowers, and animals?
0: Yeah, there are. Um, so you see, <laughs> yes. So you are basically in a forest right outside of a town, right? You can see that there's a road in front of you. There's trees. There's a river. The ground is mostly sandy as opposed to grassy.
2: I'm writing this down.
0: And to the west or to the right, there is, like, as I said, there's a town nearby. You can kind of hear it in the background. What you do notice about this town is everything is made out of cheese or milk. The river is milk. The ground is powdered milk. The trees are made of cheese. The roads are made of cheese. Uh, There's cheese curd bricks uh, made of wall. You have successfully made it to Dairy World. Roll for lactose intolerance. Oh,
2: my God. I hate you.
4: I suddenly have to go to the bathroom, y'all. Ow. Yeah,
2: same. Is Tammy Baldwin uh, right here? <laughs> Yes, Tammy. I is there, there? There's like a. You said there's a river of milk.
0: Yes, there's a river of milk.
2: So I will say that I'm wise enough to not start sampling and eating and drinking these things because these things might be sacred to the people that live here, and I don't want to f- offend them.
0: That's not a bad idea.
2: So I was about to start jumping in the river, but I was like, no, let's, let's let's not be offensive. Real talk?
0: That is my MO. If I ever see a body of water, I run into it. Don't know why. It's just what I do.
2: It has to be done. I've
0: wrecked plenty of wallets doing that. <laughs> I wrecked a wallet in Miami Beach. And this is a good place to end the episode in your arrival to Dairyland. We'll find out what happens next time and you get to hear the Oh, so many cheesy puns I have prepared. Ah, uh, cheesy, cheesy pun! <laughs> I'm Chris the DM. You can find me on all social media at Chris Drinks Lemonade or on Twitter at Chris the DM.
4: I'm Tisha. You can find the podcast at RollGayRolePlay.com.
3: I'm Brandon. You can find me at Blue Cotton Kitty Cosplay on TikTok.
1: Um, hi, my name is Katie, and I'm removing all traces of myself from the internet. <laughs>
2: Okay. Hi, I'm Jonathan, and you can find me on TikTok at Groundbreaking33 and Instagram at Eugene underscore J90.
0: See you next time. Bye! Bye. Bye. <laughs> an RGRP LLC production. Music by Joe Barsanti.